0: Access All Areas on Foo Bar Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lane, And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you both? I'm good. You may have noticed I sound slightly different this week. I'm in a different office. I'm a little bit echoey. I'm in a room with no doors because my new office is basically a building site. So, sorry if I sound a bit weird. How is the has the move gone? Are you enjoying it? We were just saying amongst some people I work with, I was like, actually, feels you said the first day, and it feels like we've been here forever. You suddenly very quickly get into it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where are the toilets? Where are the kettles? All the important things. Start um, finding where you're going to go for your lunch. Exactly. Yeah, did that today. Found a nice little marquee. Had a falafel wrap. That was lovely. Oh, nice. Um, although probably I'm a bit garlicky right now, so bear in mind. So luckily I'm not kissing anyone, so not too much of a problem. Can't wait yeah. a bit of garlic. No, definitely can't. How are you,
1: Bob? All right? Yeah, all good, thank you, babe. All good. Back in bed this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> <both> back, being... <laughs> back in
0: the iconic bed.
1: We're both mixing it up a little bit. How's your week been? No, so busy with the move.
0: Yeah, busy with the work move. I had my friend's big birthday party on the weekend. which Oh, was, how um, was that? Was it a messy one? Pretty heavy. Got home yeah. about half five, so um, Sunday was a little bit of a washout. Um, <laughs> Uh, and um, what else did I do? Well, I went to the new, uh, it's called Hallyu exhibition at uh, the VNA last week Which is why I I, um, I think straight after the show okay. I was going to that um, last week Which is all about South Korea and South Korean pop culture and music And Gangnam Style and all that kind of stuff So um, oh. it was really good, it was a, it was a nice nice event but it's a huge uh, thing, K-pop, isn't it? Like it, I never
1: realized the kind of the following behind it. Like it's
0: yeah, there's this whole exhibition is basically all about that. And it talks about um uh crazy things that I didn't know about how loads of like K-pop fans um like managed to on social media manage to like deluge Trump fans with like K-pop comments and stuff whenever Trump fans were like coming for people and things. Um and how yeah just loads of like different things that i didn't i didn't ever realize about korean fashion and um films and music all sorts it's really really interesting i definitely encourage anyone to go who's interested um so yeah what was the
1: food like was there lots of nibbles
0: there were there was um there it was quite fancy it was lots of champagne and then um lots of like um korean inspired i wouldn't say they were like it was actually properly korean food it was more like korean inspired. Um so, yeah, I left the v a bit wobbly on my feet and... Um, well
1: fed and the bubble, <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> belly full. Um, Yeah, so it was all good. Um, what have you been up to? Anything exciting? What have I been up to this week? But busy one. I've had a few
1: meetings this week. Um, yeah. Because we're filming this on a different day. So that's kind of throwing me. we used yeah. to do Tuesdays. And then we <laughs> recently, a couple of months ago, moved to Wednesdays. Yeah, so today we're now this week doing it on the Tuesday again. So yeah, yeah, a couple of meetings. Just just you know when you have one of them weeks that just comes up, but um I like everything all the way just one of them where you're kind of here there and everywhere and kind of just working out schedule-wise and fitting everything in, but we, we don't complain. It's uh, never complain. Never complain. Like I say, I, I um I'd rather be busy you now. It's just very, very much reliant on when you get from one side of town to the other, there's always kind of you're at the mercy of uh, tubes and trains and things. But Touchwood, thankfully, I was been really lucky. Good,
0: glad to Those hear it. No strikes this week, which is good. No. Well, they could happen any moment, so don't don't hold your breath. Don't jinx um, yeah, well, it's been an exciting week of shows news, certainly for me. I will say because the first of like the big. Eurovision announcements to come. We are now down to two possible cities um, where it might be held. Um, so they, there were, I think, seven. Um, it's now down to two, Liverpool and Glasgow, um, to host Eurovision 2023. Both course, cra- Yeah, tell. they're both brilliant they like party to- cities, aren't they? Yeah. yeah.
1: I really like both Glasgow and Liverpool, so I think wherever it is from them two, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, I remember when we spoke about this before, your hunch from day one was always Glasgow though, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. I think, I think that, um, I think they'll be keen to put it on in Scotland. I think um, Scottish people are really up for it. I think what would be even better is if we had a Scottish entry as well. um, Because that never really happened then. It hasn't happened very often. I know, well, Lulu, obviously who won in the sixties, which was quite a long time ago now, um, uh, She's obviously Scottish. Um, but no, there's actually not a huge amount that I can think of off the top of my head. Obviously, going head to head with Liverpool, you've got the incredible Sonia who represented um the UK in the in the early 90s. Um so you know, it's a bit of like a, a battle of the bombshells. You've got Lulu versus Sonia, um, <laughs> Glasgow versus Liverpool. Um but yeah, it does mean it does mean there's quite a few have been knocked out. So it's Newcastle, Sheffield, Leeds, Manchester. Uh, yeah, Birmingham,
1: and how um, does it get whittled down, babe? Is it down to like a, a bold
0: voting? Kind of, I think. So it's not it's not like entirely transparent, but basically between the BBC and the uh, European body that runs Eurovision, kind of owns the rights to Eurovision. They all the cities put together little uh, packages, like plans. You know, like how they do with like the Olympics and things like that. So they're sort of bid for like it. in their city, kind of exactly, thing. yeah. So obviously the powers that be decided that um, they're all great, but the, of the two, Liverpool and um, Glasgow were sort of the ones to, to beat. And they said we should have a decision within the next couple of weeks. So what I will say is obviously as a big Eurovision fan, my phone's already been blown up. People have been like, where are we staying? Do we know anyone in Glasgow and Liverpool? <laughs> so can we, who's, whose lounge floors can we sleep on? Um, everyone... The thing
1: is, I bet the day it's announced, people are so going to be sat waiting by their computers. I reckon within minutes, every hotel and Airbnb is just... Well, A, they'll probably up the prices. Because a lot of these hotels... I've, I've even noticed that. Like You know if there's a concert in certain venues? Yeah, yeah. There's hotels next door or just around the corner. The minute it's advertised that someone's playing there... Mysteriously, the room goes up that night, which I kind of get supply and demand. Yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess that these people are going to be whacking up the rates. Um, yes, I can see that. And it's going to be, I mean, let's have it right, whichever city gets it, it's going to be good for tourism. Like a lot of money to be made, I'm sure. Well, people will be coming from all over.
0: Yeah, people come from all over, not just that, but also the delegations, you know, the TV channels, all the execs, um, all the people that work yeah, at the BBC be put yeah. Of the artists, the backing dancers, the musicians, yeah, there's loads and loads of um, of of people that need to be considered. It's and
1: then everybody wants a night out after the clubs I mean, and the bars are gonna get amazing, let's get it's it right. amazing <laughs> isn't it? I it's feel like this might have to be the first one. I mean and now iconic, the first one I truly watched from beginning to the end to to be here. Yeah, 100%. I never thought really it would it would happen if i'm
0: honest no no well i mean obviously we didn't win so there is like that, yeah. that element that it this is and they're quite clear that it's this is the uk hosting on behalf of ukraine um so there is going to be big big ukrainian elements to but regardless i mean the, you know it's still going to be here and we came second so no reason not to celebrate that as well sam Ryder was like an excellent uh, uh ambassador for us i think in the uk and the music industry um, great singer from Essex from around your parts um, and um yeah so it's um, it's uh, all things to play for now I'm dead excited I mean I know it's May and we are in, we're not even in the, we're like not even got out of September yet so we've got a little while to go but, but sad, um, a lot of shops I've been in over the last few days I'd say even the last week
1: um, I've seen Christmas decorations Mm. I've seen Halloween. De- Actually, I saw Christmas decorations before I saw Halloween. Now, I don't know <laughs> how that makes sense. I am <laughs> seeing more Halloween stuff now. But there was balls and tinsel
0: before there was masks and pumpkins. Don't you think um, it's funny? how I feel like I remember when I grew up, you might get the odd sort of horror mask from walrus. And you might get a pumpkin in, um, in the supermarkets, you know, the odd costume. Now you can get, you know, you could you could redecorate your whole house in a Halloween
1: theme <laughs> if you wanted. It's crazy. You? Like the, It's almost like it's being decorated almost like you would traditionally do for Christmas. Yeah. And some of the stuff's, like, really expensive. Yeah, it's like not cheap shit. Almost <laughs> like ornaments. Some of the stuff I've seen were, like, $79.99, which I'm guessing people keep and use all year round. But yeah, yeah. very much become... Uh, a thing, like you say, when I was little, well, I remember exactly that, Wall was probably about 89p for a, a really... With a really frizzly thing. hair of blood. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the most kind of out there thing, were like, you'd get the right plastic witch nails, like, the, the yeah. plastic fingers, that was probably about 99p. <laughs> it, it was nothing like it is now. Um yeah, it's crazy, really. The things I've seen, actually, I nearly jumped out my skin. One of the aisles I walked down, I think I was in Wilkinson's, and I was just walking around one of the aisles, you know me, I like a bit of home furnishings, and <laughs> walking down this Halloween aisle, one of the things, when I say I nearly shit myself, I can't remember what this thing said to me. <laughs> it must have been on a sensor. There was no one else down the aisle. And you know, Where you almost put a, make a little... Like you <laughs> out of skin, I'm thought i so glad there was no one here because I would have pissed myself if I'd have seen me scared by this thing. Um, I've done that before just cage this thing was fucking shaking a cage and, and screaming at me in an hour I
2: thought oh no <laughs>
0: it's like you're in one of those like um like Noel, Noel's house party or like uh like uh, what they used to call it on the MTV like where they where they'd
1: like oh,
0: um, was it Jack or something or like Jackass, Jackass or yeah something like that That'd I remember nice. once I've seen I've been made to jump before literally by a mannequin so you know it's not like out of the realms of possibility I would probably actually scream if something started.
1: <laughs> so it's literally shaking, shaking plastic me. cages in and literally was screaming at me this thing, right? And it was quite a yeah. thing. But this time of year, I mean, like, I've kind of, I think it's quite well known out there because I've done a couple of shows which have kind of terrorized me, but I already had a fear, almost phobia about it before. I have this real phobia of clowns. Right. And that kind of time of year, we start seeing a lot of clown face masks. Like a normal clown to me shits me up. We're talking even what <laughs> should be like a friendly, um, <laughs> just, just a friendly party clown. Yeah. When they like dead clowns or clowns with fangs and things like that, it, yeah, it, it's a worrying time of year.
0: Fair. So you won't be attending the um, Thought Park Fright Night in a few weeks, then or whenever <laughs> that is. Well, I have
1: been invited, there's... Um, PR party this week, actually. I think that's, I think it's Thursday, so the night this mm. goes out. So I might go, but it's the live attraction things. I remember going to one before. I can't remember. I think it was like one, of, you know, one of them big walkabout things you do. It wasn't Falk Park where there's live actors in there. Yeah, um,
0: oh, I've done it. I could never I again. Don't <laughs>
1: come, come, stand back, stand back. Like,
0: <laughs> my, my friend always said to me, just remember. That they don't want to be there either. So I was like, okay, try and remember that. Try and remember that. Try and remember that. Because I'm not, and also like they can't actually hurt you. If they actually hurt you, then they've done their job wrong. So, um, but yeah, I'm the same as you. Nothing. I don't like anything that makes me jump. So
1: yeah, I don't like being on edge. Yeah, it's so, no good for the nerves.
0: No, definitely not. And I'm, and I can be a bit of a nervy Nelly. So, are you kind of, are you kind of a, are you kind of a um, like pumpkin spice kind of into the autumn vibes? Sort of thing, sort of guy.
1: Um, do you know what? Not really a pumpkin spice as much like in the coffee shop, um, the mermaid coffee shops, we say. Uh, you know, everyone goes mad for the, that syrup. Oh, I like a toffee nut latte, but that oh, don't normally come nut, out till okay. Christmas. Very, right. very nice. Um, believe it or not, I'm not the biggest pump, like as in pumpkin soup. I, I've never cooked a pumpkin, yeah. Fine,
0: they're actually very easy to cook. I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll
1: say. And I guess, I guess it's like a butternut squash. I bet it's quite nice. But you know what it is? It's one of them things that I remember carving one out years ago. There's so many seeds in that. <laughs> like It's going to take longer to carve it and probably cut it up than it is to cook it and eat it.
0: Yeah, it's a fair point. Um...
1: But it's becoming soup season and I do love a soup. So maybe I should try it, but I'm a p and boy.
0: I, I think we should start a cookery podcast, Bob, because I could talk about food all day. <laughs> Let's do it. As you can Can't probably tell it. by my increasing <laughs> cheek size recently, um, I've definitely been overindulging this summer and I think it's starting to show. Um, well, uh, we have an exciting show coming up today. We um, we have got uh, from, from Towie Jordan-Brooke um, up first and then we have... Um, Matt Edmondson, who's basically been involved with and done every sort of popular show um, <laughs> that's been on ITV and and, uh, and now Discovery Plus over the years. He's on to talk about um new show Beauty and the Geek, which is actually... If I remember rightly, an old show that's come back. Um, yeah, I thought that. You know, when you kind of see something, you get a Doja Vu? Yeah, exactly. But I wasn't um,
1: sure if it was an American show I'd seen or if it was over here originally.
0: I'm pretty sure it was. Um, but anyway, we can find all the details. We'll find all that um, out. From him, yeah. And then you spoke to Maverick and James from Made in Chelsea a little while back, didn't you? Which we're going to play out at the end.
1: Yeah, it's got a lovely little pre-record there. So I think it's gonna be a great show.
0: <clears> yeah, great show. Well let's um let's get our first guest, Jordan, in to talk all things uh anyways X. You're good? We can all hear right, you. How
3: all you right, doing, Jules? You okay?
1: Uh, yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Thanks for joining us.
3: That's all right, how are you? All good, yeah? All good, all good. What have you been up to? Oh mate, non-stop, to be fair. I'm just I've been grafting today. I finished early today. But snipping away, mate, making everyone look silky smooth, <laughs> as you do. Yeah.
0: That's what you used to do, isn't
3: it, Bob? <laughs> yeah, back
1: in the day, yeah. I was, was, you an addresser? To... was you an hairdresser?
0: Was you an hairdresser, Bob?
1: Head... Yeah, and then I became a teacher. Like, I was an assessor, so I would um, do, like, people's NVQs.
3: Yeah, I looked to doing the assessing side of things, but you have to go... Yes, there's quite a lot of paperwork to that, and then you have to go and do loads yeah, of Yeah, you have to do like your level three,
1: yeah. and then you do another qualification on top of it. But uh, yeah,
3: back in the day, I used to have my scissors. That's mad. Caesars, I, 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 and... I didn't even, I've known you so many years, I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's mad.
0: I mean, I could do with a little trim, actually, Bob. So if you want to, uh, um, if you want to come back and do it, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> fine.
3: Well, alright, it's battle of the addresses now. You have got to pick one. <laughs> well,
0: I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need some example pictures. That's what I want to see. So I can, <laughs> I can start How's it going? How's it? How's it being back on tally?
3: Yeah. Do you know what? It's been, it's been good to be fair. It's been, a, been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, very different this time around to last time. Obviously, I was on there with Bob. How come? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I was on there with Bob last time. You know, it's, it's, it's what is it, Bob? It's like five years ago now. You know. Um. So scary how the time goes, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. But obviously, I think you'll be able to tell as well how much I've changed from then. I was such a kid back then. You know, I felt I felt I was probably a bit too young coming into the show, if I'm honest. Um, I was 21, 22. I was yeah. I didn't really know where I was, what was going on. You know, with where I was in work. I was was still living at home. I I'd left the salon I was working in, trying to get my own business off the floor. So I had all that going, and then the show came along, and it was great, but I struggled to sort of, I don't know, I struggled to sort of, I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say struggled, but I'm definitely more confident now, which helps, mm. you know. Back then, I maybe lacked that little bit of confidence to proper push myself and excel, I suppose. Yeah. To be fair
1: though, 21, it is young to be thrown into a reality TV show. Like, it's its a mad thing, really. So that completely mad. So you're what, needed, I guess, 26 now? 25, 20, 26.
3: 27, 27, yeah. Yeah, so you're, yeah. you're getting there, son. Yeah, get it on. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Tell you're me about it. Me up. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think I do think I think it was it was I think this time the timing was right, you know, and everything sort of aligned and it worked well. With now, now working for myself, obviously, I can take the time out to film and I, I can work around myself. It it everything slotted in right. Obviously, I'll, I'm single. So that helped, being able to go and do it. Obviously, there's a few single girls on the show. Everything seemed to align. And it was, yeah, I think I have slipped right back in. Bear in mind, obviously, I stayed in touch with everyone, including Bobby, um, obviously, Lockie, Dan Diags. I stayed in touch, always stayed in touch with everyone, you know, for so, for so many years and being great friends. Like, Gatme and Gatsby have always spoke. And it just, it was just sort of organic. I just slipped straight back in with my pals, really.
1: So how's the drama been this time round? Because it seems like drama started pretty much the minute you all went to Dominican, didn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it
0: started before, didn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I was, yeah, yeah, it's, it, well, it started in Dominican straight away. It was funny because you sort of all go to Dominican, everyone's getting on really, really well. You, you know, the way trips are like. two days. Everyone's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> two, day, two days, everyone's having a blinding time Think this is brilliant. And then bang, something happens. That's it. Gloves are off. Let's go. The series has started, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Does it feel different to you this time around just in terms of, you know, different people and all that sort of thing? Or do you feel like, you know, it seems recognisable from when you did it last time?
3: Um, I think, obviously, a few things are different for me this time around. But like one of the major differences is the whole series being filmed before it aired. That, yeah. was, it. that, was, a, that was a massive difference. Um, they changed a few, few little ways like that. When I, when I was their last time we was filming a lot more days and it was, yeah. So, so slight changes like that, but other than that, it's very similar concept. Obviously uh, a lot of the crew were still the same. So it was nice to see all them again as well. You know, I get always getting with them really, really well. Um, so yeah, it was, nothing was too dissimilar to last time apart from the fact I sort of have ended up it, probably in a little bit of drama here and now, not, not really. But a little bit more involved, I suppose, this time, around.
1: So, Joel, we've got to ask. You, it's been well documented. We've touched upon the Dominican. This flight home.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, now, get set the record straight with this, because there's so many rumours going around, aren't there?
3: Yeah, yeah. Listen, there is there is loads of rumours going around, and now uh, listen it's, as they always say, don't believe everything you read in the papers. You know, there was um, there's there's a lot of lot of lot of rubbish being written down there, and um. But that, that I can't really talk about it, you know? It's one of them things. It's been and gone. It was brushed upon. Obviously, the press made, made things a lot worse than they were. And, uh, yeah, it's one of them things.
0: Do you find that side a bit hard? Because, I mean, I guess it doesn't happen every week, but sort of like when, you, when you're not in control of the narrative. And, <laughs> whereas if you're, in, if you're filming, you know, you can sort of, you know what's being said. But if something's been taken away, I don't know. Is that hard? Um,
3: in, in, what, in what way? In what way? Well,
0: like you don't know how something's going to be perceived from other people and stuff like, and, you, and once you're in the show,
3: kind of some, anyone can say yeah, anything some, they want, can't they? Sometimes I think, I think if you, I think I always stay pretty true to myself. You know, I always, I will say how I feel. I will say my opinion. And I think you can't overthink how you think something's going to be perceived by somebody else. You can never please everyone, ever, mm. no matter what you're trying to do. I've tried to do it my entire life and it's, you can't and it's I've always I've struggled with that sort of in the past and you think I really I don't I never let people down I'm a very reliable person but when it's sort of I try and keep every single person happy that there is it's you can't do it so mm. you are always going to upset someone and not not intentionally but someone's not always going to agree with what you have to say and if you do I think if you do sit there and you do overthink what people are going to think of you you can drive yourself insane I think. And, yeah. you, and, you, and you never say anything. So you have to, you have to say how you feel. And, and that's that. People can't, no one can, I don't think anyone can have a at you if you're saying how you feel. If that's how you feel, it's how you feel. And the Hell, people who matter to you are
1: In terms of it changing slightly into the whole series being filmed in advance, and as it's airing, the show's already at rat. So... Watching that back, does that change how you feel now? Cause normally back in the day, yeah, we'd true. be reacting to it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite
1: it's, quickly it's... and going back into work after seeing an episode and then that yeah. would then start more beef. Has that changed?
3: Yeah, it's different. It obviously is different because you're you're now seeing things people have said about you for the first time, which was a couple of months ago, you know. So and I'd where, hate
0: that. I would hate that because you'd be like, you'd be nice to me all this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> you, and, and you might have and you might have cleared the air with someone and you're now quite pally. And you think, I didn't know you said that about me. Do you know what I mean? And then you think, oh, you feel, feel a bit mugged off. But like, like, yeah, it's 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 I'd say I'm quite fortunate. I've been quite lucky, I get on with most people, you know. I'm not uh, I don't fall out with people. You know that, Bob. Yeah. I'm a lover, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> and, and obviously.
1: First time round on the show you dated Chloe Brockett. Is uh, there any- I, I, no, dated, we, I, I dated Ella, I dated Ella Did for, you I not date Brockett or was
3: uh I, I, it wasn't really it wasn't seriously dating, no, we went we went out in a what group. What we calling it? Um, <laughs> well we went out we went out we went out on a night out as a, in a group. Um there was there was uh, other people there as well, you know. It was never like it was never dating me, just like me and her. Yeah.
1: Not we an exclusive out. thing, just like no, a good, a good time.
3: Yeah, 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 went out, had a good time. And that, that was that. It was sort of cut short. And has
1: uh, any flame been resparked sparked there? Or is that... With uh, with,
3: with
0: Rocket, with Rocket
1: yeah.
3: No, 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 no flames resparked there. No. Nah. No. But you no. are single at the moment? Yeah, yeah, I'm single, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, are you she's... looking? Um... Listen, never, never say never, you know, always, always. <laughs> a big oh my
0: God, Bob, I, you know, the amount of times when we have people on from TOWIE and they say never say never, I'm like, yeah. you're a PR person does TOWIE, <laughs> <laughs> even Bob quotes. still says it to this day, like, yeah, yeah. Bob, yeah. you're not fooling me, no, but yeah. have you got your, have you got your eye on anyone?
3: On anyone? Um, yeah, listen, there's, there's, there's quite a bit, there's, there's still quite a bit to come up in this series, I don't want to speak too much, but there's, obviously at the start of the series, I dated Ella. Um then that that didn't quite work out, and yeah there's there's a few there's a few little sparks flying there towards the end of the series, you'll see but well, with with you and Ella mm, yeah, maybe <laughs> 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 never say never Never say never <laughs>
0: what if you you obviously you sort of had your time in between doing shows what were you up to in that time like sort of just getting your business off the ground yeah and that sort yeah of so
3: in between obviously last time when um we come meet me i was on the show last time with my stepbrother jack when we come off the show i uh yeah just focused on my job focused on my my own salon my barbering um so built my clientele carried on building um and decided to sorry excuse me sorry right. decided to um branch out i've I've always cut hair i've done it for ever since i can remember since i was 16 years old and i decided to branch (laughs) out i started developing my own hair products as well so i've now got my own grooming range out called mr j which is like we've got styling paste out at the minute we're going to start developing the sprays the shampoos conditioners so that's that's the up-and-coming thing i'm trying to put a lot of my effort into at the minute and i want a men's grooming range um that's that's the route i'm going down at the minute and yeah, I've been, been singing a little bit here and there with my family. My dad's obviously a singer, so knocking out a few tunes here and there, but focusing on the hair mainly. <laughs> but you you truly love the singing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I love being on stage. I can't lie. I think watching my dad on stage for so many years, throughout my whole childhood, um, and then obviously getting to that little bit older where I could get up and do it with him. He um, would it, always get me up to sing wherever we was, sing at all family parties. Whether it's, whether it's up singing, whether it's up talking, I just love that that feeling of being up there on the microphone. And there's a, there's a really good, actually, there's a really good ep, ep coming up um, this series, which is all to do with, obviously, my, my mum's not been well with she, which is obviously we'll see this, in this Sunday's episode. And uh, we host a big, um, there's a big like, charity fundraiser coming up, which are really, that, that, and that's, I just loved it. Do you know what I mean? I love that, like, bring, that feeling of bringing everyone together, I think it is, you know? And everyone having a good time, so it's something
1: you could see yourself. And I, know, obviously, you do a lot of it away from the show. Is yeah. it something you would like to pursue career-wise? Is it something you would take further?
3: Yeah, 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 definitely. I don't know whether it be down the down the down the ro- route of, of singing full time or sort of hosting. Or I, don't, I don't really know. I don't, I'm I'm open to ideas. You know, I just love that feeling. But I definitely, I love. I, yeah, I, do, I, I love it. I, I, there's no, no that's where I feel i come into my own, you know, when I'm sort of up there, thrive off it. Rather than I think, rather than getting nervous and it making you, making me sort of go introverted, it, it does the opposite. It brings out the best in me. I think.
0: Would you ever do any of the big sort of uh, singing talent shows or anything like that? Would you consider doing?
3: Well, I I just just done the voice. Did you? Did you? Yeah. 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 That, that's How did that's go. Yeah. Wow. Well, not great, if I'm honest. No, it went, <laughs> do you know what? It was it was such a good experience. Um, I know a really couple of people have
0: done the voice actually and didn't necessarily get through, and have managed to do very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get. I didn't not...
3: get. I, I didn't get any turns. It, it aired on Saturday night. Just gone. Ah, um, I didn't get any turns. Yeah. But but I um I it, do you know what? it was it was a really good experience. It was. It was thrown in the deep end, if I'm honest. It was nerve-wracking, you know. It was, that was the first time I saw then. I thought, wow, this is sort of big. And uh, I learned so much here, yeah, but I, I, I loved it, you know. And I sort of, I come off, I was, I was gutted, obviously. I didn't get a turn and couldn't go further in the competition. But it just gives you that, that uh, drive to go and do it again and do more, you know what I mean? Keep going, never give up
1: never give up babe. never give up yeah awesome
0: well, well thank you so much for, for joining us this evening really no, appreciate crops. it best of no, luck no, with crops. the hair range and the singing and the show and everything all the exciting yeah. you've got thank, to you. Thank, you. <laughs> thank
2: you thank nice K- K- you,
3: Bob, nice, see to see you nice to see, see you you nice to see you see you bye Joe <laughs> bye
0: see ya I mean that's a lot of stuff he's got going on isn't it fair yeah. fair busy amount boy. yeah busy boy um, well, speaking of busy boys, straight into our, our next guest, who is basically like, like I said, behind every TV show you like, or, or working in front of it or on the radio, uh, Matt Edmonton is here. So let's get him in for a, a little chat. Let's do
2: it.
1: Hi, guys. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. You're
2: right, mate. Hey, hey Bobby. Nice to see you. to see
1: You too. It's been a while.
2: It's been a while. How are you doing?
1: Really good, thank you. Where were you in a voiceover booth?
2: No, I'm in my house. It's, I'm in my office, which is painted very dark. Um, Love
1: <laughs> that you've got the professional uh, little set up there. That yeah, nice. Awesome.
2: I have to record bits for the radio sometimes from home, so I've got a mic.
0: Well, I was just, I was just explaining a bit like before we we introduced you, and basically you are kind of either behind the camera or on the radio or like. Or working on the TV on basically loads a million shows that people will know and love right like and and now obviously you've got uh Beauty and the Geek we were just saying that's a show that's been on before right
2: yeah so like 20 years ago they did a version started in the States I think and then yeah they did a British version which was on T4 back in the day when I was before I was a T4 presenter when I was a kid watching T4 it was on <laughs> um it's quite a different beast now the, the, the show that we've done it's sort of the titles remained, but everything else is quite different. Only totally, it's in a really different place. It's it incredibly kind of warm and celebratory.
1: So when you got the cult, bear in mind, you remember it first time round? Was it something that you was like, oh, absolutely, I've got to do this?
2: Yeah, so we heard rumblings that they might be remaking it. And I sort of begged anyone that would listen to say, please let me and Moll do that show, because I think we'd be so right for it. Because obviously, Molly and I have worked together on lots of things, but we haven't yet found the sort of perfect TV vehicle. And a few things have kind of come along that we've not been sure about. And then this um, was in the ether. And we thought, oh, yeah, that's going to be the one. And so um, and so, yeah, just delighted. I actually found out the news on the day that my my second kid was born. We got back from the hospital and I got a phone call from my agent who knew I just had a baby, by the way. We couldn't wait. Um,
1: and wanted that 20%. He,
2: exactly. It's all said, oh, you're doing Beauty and the Geek. And I couldn't really process the news, you know, because we were sort of in the in, in the throes of, of the birth. Um, but uh, then it sank in and I was very happy about it. And, and I think in terms of in terms of a show that we could have done. Obviously, I'm very beautiful. Molly's a bit geeky. It works out perfectly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Look at that for the perfect, your yeah, perfect lineup. What is the, what is the secret? Do you think between you and Molly? Because, like you said, you've worked on lots of different things together.
2: I think the secret is that we're genuinely best friends, and uh, you know, we get on incredibly well. We speak every day, and um, we never run out of things to talk about. It's quite weird, I think, for for me because I met her after I was thirty. And I think, you know, when you get to that point in your life, you're like, "Ah, I've got all my friends. (laughs) I don't want to leave the house again or do anything. And I really didn't. And then Moll kind of came into my life. And I I guess I had some prejudice about her. I was like, oh, I know she was in the band. I don't really know much about her. Um, But she kind of blew me away with her personality. And we've got such a similar sense of humour. And actually, we're incredibly similar as human beings, although I'm sure she'd disagree. And um, and so it just it just for whatever reason really worked. But we we I think it the underlying thing is that we we build each other up. We respect each other hugely, and um, we just endlessly make each other laugh. Uh, and hopefully that comes across in the show because that is I, I forgot genuinely there's bits in the first couple of episodes which are on Discovery Plus that I watched and were like oh I didn't realise the cameras were on then. They've obviously just sort of caught a chassis. I thought that was like a private conversation that I was having with Moll, And they've uh, they've included them in the show. Of course. That would be
1: the beauty <laughs> of working and hosting alongside a best friend. The fact that it's so natural that whether you know that you're on camera or just having what you'd say, a private conversation, it's you, you can't buy that chemistry,
2: can you? No, I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've worked with loads of different presenters over the years and, and always gotten on with people. And you do always find like, your groove, you find your way of working with them, but there is like a telepathy with mole that means that we don't really have to talk about stuff. And there's also a real, a real safety in us doing something together because th- there's no, no real thing as a mistake. You know, if, if, if something goes wrong, the other one is there to either kind of like, catch the, catch the other one or to rinse the other one. And, <laughs> um, and both outcomes are quite good, really.
0: So with Beauty and the Geek, I think it's probably fair to say that if um, people are looking at it like straight up, that they might think this is a bit of a, a retro kind of show. But you say it's changed. How How is that the case?
2: Well, yeah. So the the cast is uh, eight beauties and eight geeks and they're sort of self-proclaimed beauties and geeks. Um, and the whole idea of the show is that we're sort of deconstructing those stereotypes and um, showing them a different version of themselves and also sort of letting them bring the best of themselves uh, to each other. So at its heart, it's a really warm, transformative show. I think the kind of the closest thing to it is Queer Eye. You know, when you sort of fall in love with the, the uh, uh, I don't know how, well, I think the they're the kind of heroes, don't like, they? Yeah, they call oh, them, oh, yeah. them. They call of see, the heroes yeah, yeah. Of, of each episode and, and you really are on their side as they make that transformation. Mm-hmm. And this is a really similar energy for the show it's really funny there are the sorts of people you would never normally see on tv but we are not taking the mickey out of them we are we are celebrating them and we are we are sort of um finding the the joy in their differences and in their similarities and uh and so yeah i think tonally it's really different from like a snarky kind of reality show or you know like a, a dating show or anything like that and strictly speaking it's not meant to be a dating show it's meant to be a show about you know people in forming friendships and bringing the best out of each other it just so helps they couldn't stop themselves and that uh, uh, <laughs> is the romance in the show which was a real surprise to us.
1: Do you know what I love about it man why I think it's such a special format is that we live especially now more than ever with social media the way it is, and everyone so worried and conscious about how they look comparing themselves to each other bodies and all that kind of thing that it, it goes deeper than that. Do you know what I mean? And where people think it's all about the aesthetic of someone, I love that there's a show such as yours where people are like, actually it doesn't matter about likes on Instagram and whether you've got this, that or the other, that it, it truly is irrelevant. Isn't it? It's about the person and the, like, the soul.
2: Yeah, and we're sort of celebrating each of the individuals. And and let you know, the it, for the beauties, I think a lot of them get judged as or they get written off as just being inadvertent commas a pretty face. And, actually, and yeah, I that's a exactly
1: not in yeah, the yeah. Way, yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. guess both as it's yeah.
2: Yeah, and some of the some of our beauties have got really interesting backstories. We've got people who've got law degrees, we've got um, people that are mechanics, engineers, um, but, but, but they maybe you know, that's not the first impression that you get from them. And, and then the same with our geeks, we've got cosplayers, so, you know, guys who dressed up as Spider-Man or Batman, We've got um, the UK's leading authority on Lego. He's like the biggest Lego Ooh. influencer. I'm quite into um, that, actually. We've got a guy who's into model aircraft. But he, he turned it into a really, really successful business. He's sort of a, a high flyer in every sense of the word. And um, and and so there's thank you. So there's lots of <laughs> there's lots of hidden stories amongst. In, in terms of the depth of their personality that you wouldn't necessarily get if you were judging a book by its cover and I guess that's kind of what the whole show's about it's about not judging these people and also they're not judging themselves and maybe discovering that there's there's more to life outside of both of their comfort zones so was you and Molly surprised as
1: as the show went on as well because obviously you both knew what the format was going to be and, and you sign up and, and you start filming. But was you even kind of shocked when you get to know people on that level?
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to expect, really. I, we'd seen the casting tapes and we'd been given like little printouts of who they were and what they did. But on that first day, and actually you'll see it in episode one, we sort of meet in this amazing bit of Greenwich in a very sort of royal-looking building. and um, And I was with all the geeks, and was with all the girls and uh, I went over and and uh, by their very nature, they were quite shy initially. And you know what it's like in a bunch of strange people, they've never been on TV before, it's kind of weird. So I wanted to go over and just sort of make sure everyone felt comfortable. And um, and I I got really uh, close with the, all of them, well actually all the cast, but the geeks especially. I am a geek at heart and there's loads of stuff that they're into that I was yeah, it's genuinely it's fascinated it's by. It's <laughs> like one of our guys, Nittish, is he traveled the world playing Pokemon. And I love board games. I run a board games company. as like a side thing that I do. And I was like, oh, I've never played Pokemon before. Tell me how it works. And I sort of called Gosh. him and talked to him for like two hours about it. Um, so so <laughs> I really got to know them. And actually seeing their journey was genuinely emotional. I've normally got a stone, but at the end of the series, they have to sort of explain what the process has meant to them and how they feel they've changed. And they have to do these speeches. And I went into it thinking, ah, it's going to be a bit cheesy. And I left in floods of tears because to actually hear how changed they were by yeah. the TV show was amazing. And actually knowing, seeing them afterwards, you know, we shot the show in the summer. So there's been quite a few months since seeing them afterwards, they've really retained all the stuff that they picked up and learned on the show. And I, I know it's cheesy to say yeah. it's kind of life changing, but it has been life changing for them.
1: Oh God, yeah, I'd be, I'd be in tears. Bless well, I'd, ex-
2: I'd expect that, Bob, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know, When, when something starts, you know, when you just cry honestly, I'd be, yeah, I'd be an emotional wreck. I wanted to ask you about. Obviously, Molly's recently announced she's pregnant. Have you been giving her any parent tips, and if so, what?
2: Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so she was pregnant during filming of Beauty and the Geek. I didn't know, and there were lots of clues. I should have worked it out. Uh, lots it's of like no <laughs> champagne after the end of the thing. Well, <laughs> she was she was eating very particularly, but I'm a very unobservant person. I'm well, was she not things my- like
1: coal. What was she? eating? I'm eating <laughs> no, Ice no. cubes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, she was. She was just because you know what it's like when you're filming something, you never really know when you're going to be needed. And so I'd order like a chicken katsu curry and she she wouldn't do it. she kept saying, oh, I don't want the chicken. If the chicken sat out for a bit, I don't want to do it. She's obviously worried about getting food poisoning, which I wasn't worried about. So she was just eating. She was just eating really, really well, but really, really boringly. Um, She kept napping and I just thought, ah, fair enough. It's exhausting making this show. She wants to have a little nap. Um, But yeah, it turns out she was pregnant so um in terms of advice it's weird i think at the sp- pre- phase where you're pregnant you don't really then think about oh i've got to have a i've got to look after a baby afterwards it's kind of all about the birth birth yeah you just think about that and i, I don't know what what use i can be on that front um keep <laughs> uh, breathing of- keep pushing exactly <laughs> beyond that though i've given her a couple of parenting tips my number one tip by the way if you are a, a parent is if if so i've got a six-year-old and i've got a God, I don't even know how old she is. Nine months, 10 months. She was born in January. You work it out. Nine um, months. Yeah. She's I got a nine month old. Um, and with the old with the older one, she's a bit funny with food. And and what would happen is we'd get her to eat something, say broccoli. She'd eat the broccoli and she'd go, we go, do you like that? And she'd say, Yeah, yeah. And we've had an hour, you know, negotiating over broccoli. And then the next day you'll try and feed her broccoli again and the same thing happens you go through the same negotiation my tip is i now record a message of her testifying how much she likes the food while she's eating niche and then and then i save it on my in my notes save the video and i label it like broccoli or you know peas or whatever and then if she ever has that food and says i don't like this i can say hold up there's someone i need you to hear from and then I search it, and she sees the video of her, and I get her to talk to her. I said, "Hi, Ivy, it's you. I've just eaten broccoli, and I loved it. So eat your broccoli, and then she'll eat it. It's and it best, works. It's the best. Yes. Pack. It, well, of course, it works because you should bring back Super Nanny. Too. You should bring back Super Nanny
0: as the Super Nanny. This is incredible yeah, she, information. She believes herself. <laughs> I'm obsessed Love with that. that. That's, That's a great tip. That was not what I was expecting you to say. I'll be honest, but uh, yeah, but I'm my, impressed my, with it nonetheless.
2: My one and only parenting hack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Matt, thanks so much for speaking to us this evening. Really appreciate it. And um, no worries. Best night with beauty and geek and with maybe a prime minister, which I believe starts yes tonight, doesn't it?
2: It's on tonight, nine fifteen on Channel Four, straight after Bake Off. Um, if you've not enjoyed this interview with me, well, you're in luck because I'm not on the show. Um, <laughs> yes, so you can enjoy you're behind it, the camera. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it's an idea of mine that's. Uh, sort of run away and uh and yeah we've got um us campbell and the side of RC trying to find Britain's alternative prime minister and we might uh, need a new I'm, one soon was this just might say, not last long I
0: was,
1: I was
2: gonna say I feel like the timing could not be better so we'll see how that goes.
1: Very <laughs> true. Oh thank you so much. It was Thanks a so much Matt. To catch up with you.
2: Thanks guys. Really appreciate you taking the time to catch up. See you later. I'll see okay. you later. Bye Bye-bye. bye see you soon bye
0: bye <laughs> That's Such a good point, though, with the Prime Minister. I really don't think she's going to last long by the looks of things. She's looking pretty bad, pretty rogue. I mean,
1: I've got my phone on loud and vibrate. So, if <laughs> well, do join, be, we'll do
0: it joint, Bob, we'll do it joint. Oh, I brilliant. mean,
1: I've been to Downing Street, I've got the selfie with Larry, he knows me.
0: Yeah, fair point. This is I'm a point. There.
1: I can get Pixford round here in the morning, get this headboard in the back of the van, and I can be there by 2 pm. Moving. I'll pack, I'll pack the Louis, and I'm there.
0: Right. Well, we've got our uh, our final interview, uh, which you did a few weeks ago with Mabel and James from Made in Chelsea. So let's play that.
1: Let's do it. Hello, guys. You're right. Hello, Bobby. Hello, how are you? Hi. Really good. Thank you. How
4: are you? All good. good the beard. You. Look at the beard. <laughs> <laughs> Coming on strong. It is. <laughs> I'm getting there. Give it a few more years. <laughs> how you both been? Yeah, really good. Good, thank really
1: you. Really good.
4: Harmonious lifestyle at the minute. We've got a seven-month pregnant woman to my left.
1: Congratulations. <laughs> uh, thank you. you excited or are you nervous? Uh, I'm just, both.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm <not gonna> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely both. both.
1: It's a little boy you're having, isn't it? Yes, it's a little boy. How exciting. Have you been thinking names?
4: We've got the name. We yeah. do have the name. Got it. But it's it's a
1: quite a big deal, isn't it? I mean, I've not got kids, but when you talk about it, you think, "Gosh, actually, it's quite a responsibility."
5: It is. <laughs> <I> mean,
4: yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, you just brought up a lot of shock just then.
5: Yeah.
4: Did you both kind of agree on it quite quick? What the responsibilities or <laughs> no the name
5: the name the name oh the name <laughs> yeah.
4: She uh, yeah, it's not an English name, so she had to kind of warm me up a bit, but I'm definitely on board now.
1: I love it. So, guys, tell me about this campaign because I've never heard of it, but I love the idea of it. A clean-up cleanup.
4: Yeah, I don't think anyone has heard about it because it, it's the first of its kind. So we've signed the first one in the UK. You're right. <laughs> you Sorry, I
1: keep losing headphones. the headphones. <laughs>
4: It's the first one of its kind in the UK, and we signed it the first time as well, with um, Judge Rinder. He officiated the yeah. signing. He's a good good guy to have around. Scary, I might add.
1: He's uh, a little bit intimidating, isn't he? It? He's got exactly. an aura.
4: Yes, exactly. He's definitely got an aura. But we signed it mainly because Maver wanted me to sign it, and I needed to butt my ideas up at home.
1: Is Maver the clean one out of the two of you?
5: Yes, exactly. So it started like that. It's me cleaning, doing everything, and James doing nothing. Uh, and one day <laughs> I just I was just really happy about this cleanup print up. And yeah, we did, we signed it and everything is is much better. Yeah. So great much better now.
4: 95% there. Yes. She still reminds me when I'm being a bit lazy saying, look, you signed this. You have to be accountable. So that's exactly what I'm trying to be.
1: So what's exactly in the prenup? What's the rules? What have you got to do, James?
4: So there's no specified rules or, let's say, responsibilities for either of us to have. It's purely like a 50-50 share the responsibility of household chores as a generic term. Um, And that could literally be me helping maybe with the floor, the bins, the the everything. And then I'll go make the bed and then maybe we'll make the bed again because I didn't make it well enough.
5: Yeah, it's just understanding each other that we have to share everything when it's a day when we're cleaning and I can't do everything on my own. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's just easy like that. And you just need to sign a paper and agreed and it it works really well.
0: Mm, It has
1: done.
5: Simple as that.
1: (laughs) Because that's one of the last things you find out about a partner. Until you actually live with someone, everything can be so great when you're dating. The people's ways, your partner, until you're truly living together... Mm. There's always that one that's a little bit more tidy.
4: Exactly. Probably like, yeah, this is where I've said before, like I was pretending when Maida used to come over, I used to clean the house before. She thought I was at this certain standard. So then I got her in my, in my grasp and then started living with her and then it all just started slipping. Mm. So this, this clean-up, prenup came in at a perfect time really for Maida's sake.
1: And the thing is as well, like you say, even just trying, but I'm pretty sure even like making the beds, you'll do it. But she's going to redo it again after anyway, because she knows yeah. how she likes it done.
4: I'm the same, babes. So I get you. Yeah, I, like I try. <laughs> it's, it's not lack of effort. It isn't at all. I do try.
1: Yeah. So Maver, tell me about the show. How's it going? You have been on Celebrity Cooking School
5: yes indeed uh yeah so that was a great that was a really great experience i'm gonna i'm not oh oh, you'll discover the if you watch it obviously uh you'll discover what happened next but that was a really good experience yes i really enjoyed it i enjoyed cooking uh but i prefer cleaning
1: (laughs) are are you much of a cook or not really uh
5: i'm not bad but i'm not great
1: So, yeah. <laughs> so, did you kind of do the show to learn? Because sometimes I think when shows like that come about, you either think, I'm really good at this and I'm going to excel, or you think, you know what? I'm going to give it my best and hope to take away a couple of skills.
5: No, there's just a few recipes that I know I can do, but otherwise, I know I'm not really good at cooking. I just really wanted to learn. And I, I, I did quite well there, to be honest, and that really helped.
4: <laughs> she definitely came back with a few skills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the simple stuff you you crack out. It's fantastic for yeah. me. So are you the cook would you say James? I'd love to turn around and say yes Bobby yeah. but no like I think I think we're as bad as each other but <laughs> is definitely better at cleaning up. But I remember through through my university years when I was first let out to cook and fend for myself. Like I used to like a big uni halls 10 of us living in one hall and like no one would clean up and I would be the end—the one cleaning up at the end. So like why we're we talking about this, this cleanup prenup, like it can be applied to not just relationships. Uh, it can be anyone that's cohabitating. Yeah. It's, it really does like go across the board because then it, it as I said earlier, like it makes you accountable.
5: Yeah. And you, you get also this chance of, of bonding again and work like as a team. Yeah. And it's good for your self-esteem as well, I think. Mm. And uh, it's good for a lot of things to share, to share that. Although otherwise, it really creates way too many arguments.
0: <laughs>
1: and I think cleaning is quite therapeutic. I really like it. Like if I'm feeling a little bit anxious, if I kind of, if i get in the window lane out on the bleach, I'll just lose myself and have a good clean. And like I say, <laughs> that's such a good idea. It's not even just like a, a relationship, even a friendship, like, or whoever you're living with, like, yeah. you've got to share the responsibility.
4: You're right there, exactly. Bobby. Like, maybe bleach, maybe used to use, like, by the bucket load. She never really understood how strong it was. So and our poor dog used to walk around intoxicated by the stuff.
5: And which is, which is why, which is why I really, I really admire method, the, the products uh, from method cleaning, because honestly it's, uh, now I use that all the time. And even with the baby coming and everything, it's just, I, I, I can't use it. First of all, I'm not allowed to use the bleach anymore. And also just not it's not good and it's not toxic. It's great and no, it's, it's yeah, it's they're really good. good. Yeah, they're really good.
1: Product. They're really good. So talk to me about wedding plans. How are
4: you getting on? Uh, how is our wedding planner getting on she's getting <laughs> berated, berated Bobby, with with text and a lot of emotion behind our text especially from this one um, but we're getting there we've secured the venue it's going to be quite some time yet because the baby's got to be born and we want him at the end of the aisle with me waiting. Oh.
5: yeah so not really we're not organizing anything right now so we're just focusing on the baby
4: and we are aiming for a christmas 2023 wedding december
5: oh i think a christmas wedding
1: is so romantic different as well isn't
4: it like loads of people do the summers like your whole summer calendar is blocked out by weddings and him's drinking like this one be a winter soiree enjoyable 100 ish guests and just really enjoy it
1: so you know the venue you're quite set on that how did you decide is it somewhere really special to both of you
4: it it was more the aesthetic wasn't it we had to decide it had to be a certain distance outside the m25 for guests like maybe it's got quite a small family and i've got quite a big one but it will be based in england and i suppose the only little thing that we can let on is that it's 40 minute drive from uh, outside the m25 let's say yeah
1: and will you allow the cameras to film it we're like made in chelsea be there
4: or you're going to keep it a little bit more private
5: we don't know yet we don't know yet about it we'll we'll see
4: yeah we need to we need to work that one out i think a few family members are a bit camera shy (laughs) that's the thing as well because you sign
1: up to do it but actually a lot of friends and family don't really want to get involved i
4: used to find that as well exactly but if they're getting a free meal then they've got to they've got to pay somehow, haven't they? There's nothing It's a free lunch.
1: And I'm sure the camera crew are going to want to be there if they can. Exactly. You kind of want it to be that it runs as smoothly as possible. And if yeah. they catch it, they catch it. But you don't want your day to be stressed with
4: filming, do you? you they want to be reshooting the magic moment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, can you just do that again? Let's get yeah. a pickup.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so leave. Yeah, that would be great. Do you
1: find a pressure filming, like, as a couple, because let's have it right, reality TV, they love an argument, they love a scandal, they love a fallout. Now you're in such a good place, obviously, engaged, pregnant. Is there a pressure on it, or do you kind of think, you, you feel like they're going to go a bit easy on you?
4: There was at a certain point in time, but but now, current day, yeah, I think really. I think they know how happy we are, and they don't really... I don't think our, yeah. our colleagues want to mess with that too much as well because no. there is it's a reality show at the end of the day, so people's opinions do come up and you, you've got to face them head on.
3: Yeah,
4: But, yeah, that's it's a difficult one because our relationship was formed on the show and it was sped up by the show, I believe, but that has huge positives as well as negatives.
5: Yeah, We get into people's drama, though, but yeah. nothing does.
4: Maver no gets, gets her foot into us. every piece of drama and I'm just sitting here trying to live a normal life.
1: So there's no plans for either of you to leave yet? You'll stay there?
4: Um, I'm, I'm kind of my foot half in, half out. Um, I, I work, I've got a job. Well, I'm not saying that isn't a job, but I've got a family business that I need to concentrate on. But Maver just seems to smash all of these other shows as well as Chelsea. I think she's going to be carrying on in that world.
5: Well, fingers crossed we'll see are
1: there any other shows on the to-do list Mayba sorry are there any other shows you'd like to do that you haven't done yet
5: uh, well
1: there are so many are, shows that I want to see her on Like, I, are I don't many. Think
5: there are many what S.A.S
1: S.A.S would be so funny <laughs> would you do that that's hardcore isn't it yes.
5: I, would, I would love to one day that would be amazing I would love to do Sprickly oh my god many. actually
4: yeah Maver's um, hidden talent she can dance
1: Anyway. <laughs> I reckon you'd be amazing
4: at Strictly. Uh, well, it's, that
5: would be that would be amazing.
4: But, Bobby, I've got to wait until I put a ring on it because I know what the Strictly shows. <laughs> would you be worried about the Strictly curse? A hundred percent. You don't know the Strictly curse? So? You always head off with the dancer and oh. have a relationship. <laughs>
1: and how about you James like you say you've got a family business are you kind of consciously going to step back from TV a little bit or would you like to do something else
4: well I always like to try and load my plate up with as much as possible um yeah I'm not very good at sitting still so at the minute it's working burning the candle at both ends but I think when the baby arrives things yeah decisions will have to be made pretty pretty abruptly
1: and when's the little one due
4: Mid, November. mid-november gosh not long now no yeah. responsibilities are coming at me like a train it's it's intense
1: <laughs> is the nursery all done are you good to go oh
4: we're we're also moving house on the 29th <laughs> of september so. you like messing about are you? Blimey. all of it, yeah. all of it. Yeah. i'm living in like a tetris fortress here maver's packed up everything i don't know where the toothpaste is i don't know where the cleaning products are like it's it's hard actually do you know what the one thing it's been easier to clean cuz there's less uh, floor space to mop up <laughs> this is a good point that's a good point
1: oh guys thank you so much congratulations again and i can't wait thank to you. see the little one i'm excited thanks thank Bobby. You nice so nice much you. you're thank so welcome take care Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye bye bye
0: well, it's great to hear from the uh, guys who made in Chelsea. Was it was it as good as it seemed? It was so nice to catch up with him again. First time I've spoke
1: to her, but obviously we interviewed him a few months back. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, bless, so blissfully, like looking forward to their baby. They're so cute. They're like almost couple goals. And, and I'd never heard of this whole clean up, prenup thing, but I think they're onto something.
0: Into it. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, great stuff. Um, well, I've got uh this is this is actually a very exciting week for me, Bob, because I know I said a few weeks ago that um I'm going I'm going away by myself this weekend.
1: You're I'm off going to Benadis,
0: ben, is I'm going to Benedol. Um so yeah, I'm off there uh on Friday. I'll be back in time to record the show next week. Lucky listeners. <laughs> um uh so yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. What you got coming up this weekend? So what is
1: your friend? because your friend was going wasn't he and he was going to give you some like to-do list what has he told you to do
0: um he's given me a list of bars which i actually need to do a bit more of investigation on um okay what are they yeah that is exactly it and then he's also given me a list of um the bars i need to avoid so i think that's probably going to be the more important one because um, I, I think I'm in the nice bit of better which I didn't know existed so um so uh, we'll we'll see you when I get there You're I'm
1: looking forward to hearing about your experience because I've heard of so many people like solo traveling and they go it, it's one of the best things they've ever done and yeah, they, they just want so. to keep doing it now so I think good on you babe I'm excited hope you have a lovely lovely time thanks and, uh, yeah go and are you gonna rent one of the scooters and do a match
0: I might do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see how I feel when I get there and what the weather's do like.
1: Do it for the crime. Girl. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> um, have you got anything exciting coming up this weekend, Bob?
1: What have I got? So, ah, oh, the, the last ever. Um, there's a big event. It's called Jog Onto to Cancer. So it's gone ah. on for years, and I've always loved going. And um, it's the last one this year. So I've got that this week, which is going to be really nice. Okay. Um, and then catching up with Nanny Norris. So this is just like, yeah, just just one of them weeks. But uh, okay. as I say, not complain, complaining, love to be
0: busy. Of course. But
1: I ain't, I ain't in Benadol, so I'm living vicariously through you. It'll so all be on the
0: grab so you can see.
1: I'll be following. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Well, uh, until next week, everyone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye,
3: guys.